Ladies and gentlemen, a moment of silence for the Lego character formerly known as Alan Knight. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast do not reflect the views of the Carolinas GCSA or the show sponsors. You're listening to Pullin' Weeds, the official podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association. Brought to you by Simplot Turf and Horticulture, an innovative company that is dedicated to your success by pioneering new technologies to provide solutions for your challenges. Simplot Turf and Horticulture is a partner you can grow with and provides the latest products from all of the leading manufacturers. Simplot Turf and Horticulture, bringing Earth's resources to life. Now, here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Tim Krieger. So we're doing the opening? Yeah, hey, and welcome in to Pulling Weeds, the official podcast of the Carolina's Golf Course Superintendent Association. My name is Alan Knight, joined by Tim Krieger. Tim, how are you? Happy 2021, folks. Let's do this. Happy New Year. Happy New Year and happy post 2020 because something magical to happen last night at midnight and the world's going to be better and changed. It can only get better, right? Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Holistically, yes, but for a few people, it's been okay. How are you feeling this morning from New Year's Eve last night? Oh, wonderful. Uh, in fact, I went to bed probably about 8.30 and I've been in the woods since, gosh, I don't know. Uh, I'd say probably about 5.41 a.m. this morning and uh, shot my first buck at about 9 and um, a doe about 1. You haven't shot a deer yet this year? Can you tell this is pre-recorded a, a and buck. I'm dreaming? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't shot a buck this year, though? No, sir. I shot at a buck and took my side view mirror. Thank you for reminding me. Okay, yeah. Which, Which was, was, what, four months ago, three months ago? Because that would have been August 16th, the day after opening. Um, Yeah. No, yeah. nothing. It's been a... It's been a long stretch, Alan. Thanks, was bud. After you, yeah, I thought you ran into a marijuana field and got shot at. Uh, no, it was a hemp field because Correct. that is one of the legally uh, licensed farms in South Carolina where we were. Right. Um, where I sent you that photo. Um, but no, I was not being chased out of there late night trying <laughs> well, to that's garner anything for you. <laughs> no, you sent, you sent me a picture of that, and I was like, huh. And then next thing I see on Twitter, your truck shut up. And I was like, oh, he done it. I love the math you do, though. That makes me so happy, your stories that you come up with from two different pictures on two different days. <laughs> well, where are we today? We are staring at two master's ducks, one accordingly named the master duck, yeah. um, which is a mallard. <laughs> green, green head. Um, green head, yellow beak. beak. Yeah. Um, but they're banded, so that's pretty cool. And a nice eight point that I was going to say probably had to come from Kentucky, but it might have come from Boone County um, or Boone, actually, North Carolina. We are in Ben Barnes' office where yep. we started this thing two years ago. But the best part is we ain't going to be talking to Ben. Well, we didn't even interview Ben here. I know. Yeah. Yeah, Ben's gone. He's gone ziplining. We just followed him. But we got the next best thing, right? Well, I will tell you, he has definitely learned from him being recorded, and we are in a much better location than when we tried to record his in that room with the open craziness and all the echoing that went on. You remember how crazy that was? Yeah. And we had the third mic that didn't work as well, and mm -hmm. I sounded like I was in Egypt or somewhere. Yeah, we we discussed that with Ben before he left. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to bring that up. Yeah. Go. Yeah, I said that was your worst audio episode we had had. It was. Yeah. It was. How's this one going without my headphones on? So far, so good. Gosh, I wish I had some headphones. You sound great. Thanks, man. Keep me posted on that. So, yes, we're in um, Mountaintop Golf and Lake Club. Is yep. that how you say it? Yeah. We're going to interview Patrick Wetman. Is that right? Dryman? Dryman. Wetman. 
Oh, Jesus. Nah, oh, that was funny. Yeah. That was on purpose. That's like the first time I ever got you. That was really good. I was like, oh, my God, he screwed up his name again, and he's sitting right here. Oh, no, that's gosh, on purpose. that's great. Yeah. Um, where'd the Eli come from? Have we heard that part yet? No, I guess we'll get to that. No? No nickname of Eli? That's my middle name. That's where that's it came what from. I went with. Okay. I was speaking to somebody the other day. I said, we're going to go up and see Patrick. He's like, oh, you mean Eli? And I was like, sure, I guess, <laughs> maybe. Who's this no. person? I can't remember now. Should I go back and look? Yeah. Because now he's taking <laughs> it personal. It <laughs> that sounds like somebody called me Timmy. Okay, who was, was it? Not Steve? Would it not have been Hammer Time? No, no. Mm. I don't talk to him regularly. He's not a friend. Okay. Remember <laughs> wow. that joke from earlier? Wow. <laughs> he is a friend. You I'm heard it kidding. here first. No, we talked um, actually the other day. No, I can't remember who it was. Okay. Somebody. Maybe it was Lee Howe. Might have been Lee. Lee Howe. Hmm. That's interesting. Maybe not. I don't know Lee Howe. He knows me from being up here. I'm known as Patrick up here. Right. Where are you known as Eli then? Anywhere? Yeah. As Steve called me Eli. Uh, The only reason why I go by Patrick up here is there used to be a guy named Eli here. He put a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Gotcha. So they said, we're going to call you Patrick or (laughs) PD. Steve Mason, maybe? Yeah. Steve would have known you as Eli. Yes, sir. That's who I was talking to. Okay. I was talking to Steve. Who's Steve Mason? I don't know him. Superintendent of Sky Valley. Okay, his it's in Georgia, gotcha. And his dad was one of the ones who um, designed it, built it, right? Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah. So you worked over there too? Yes, sir. That's who I was talking to. Then that's where I was getting my dirt. See, I had a couple shovels going at the same time. Have so. to call him again. You got a few minutes while we're doing this opening. Why don't you go ahead and get him on the horn? We may need him here in a minute, actually. <laughs> All right, January first. Anything we need to talk about, dude? It's twenty twenty one. What else is there to talk about, Alan? Let's tell them about the new member benefit we're rolling out this year. Alan will come help you set up your social media account at your course if you call him and ask him. All you have to do is call 1-800-BIG-AL and ask for Kristen, and she will schedule you an appointment. So if you're not on the Twitter machine or on Instagram or have a Facebook page, one of the services we will be providing you is Big Al to ride to your golf course, help you set up a Twitter account, Facebook account, or Instagram account, and then do a selfie with you in the first post. There you go. And his new service is called Turf Beard on the Road. I uh, I was trying to put Tim on the spot there, totally making it up, and he got me, so I apologize. Oh, huh, how'd that work <laughs> out? <laughs> Calling him Wetman. So, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe let's just go straight and narrow from here on out. No more. No more what? Getting news? Yeah. Well, it's working out for the audience. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just go to let's go to Patrick. I'd kind of rather talk about the two different pictures that I've taken with you in the background today. I really feel like I'm in timeout over here facing the wall, though. I think it's great because, I mean, the size of that deer's neck compared to yours are relatively close, and he was in full rut, so I'm wondering what's going on over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to do Where this. are you going? I guess I'm going to do this. No, no, no. I just meant the first picture. All right. Our Myrtle Beach reminder. You talking about the one with the guy behind me today? No, the one with the cup in front of you today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steel. I did say background. I forgot you were being literal. Like, oh, who's behind me? <laughs> well, but the selfie I took. Anyway, Brian, oh, yeah, Brian yeah, yeah. Steeler is full of surprises. Who was that in the selfie? Oh, the, the guy with the hat on. That was Bobby Jones in a general's outfit for some reason. Was it really Bobby? I thought it was General Patton. No, that's what I was about to ask who it was, but. Was that the whole, that's the only time you ever see that picture story that he was telling at the end? I don't know. Where there's only so many clubs where that yeah, actual, yeah. that was That's the not one. that one, is it? Oh. No, he was looking for that one. I got you. I thought it was that one. That was just an odd picture of Bobby Jones as a war general with a pipe coming out of his mouth. 
You sure that was Bobby Jones? Patrick, what do you think? Uh, I know there is one of Bobby Jones over there. In a military uniform? No, I don't know about that. In the members, the men's locker room? You got to be exclusive to go. No, I mean, you, you are. You've been in there. You're a man. You don't think that's Bobby Jones? It might be. I'm gonna take, I don't think like you got a good amount of your head in that selfie. <laughs> Were you zooming on that picture? <laughs> or was that just an ear, Alan ear, and a general? That's a large head. Are you texting Brian? Yeah, to find I out? am. I well, am. it's not going to make it on before we finish the opening. We'll bring it up in the closing. Oh, okay. Why is he uh, busy? So, Alan, what big plans does 421 Media have for 2021 now that they're into the uh, TV commercial business after producing 30 wonderful commercials for Conference Comes to You? Thank you. I'm just concentrating on social media and weddings, blah, blah, blah. Same old, same old. And you can be found at what? F-O-U-R-T-W-E-N-T-Y-O-N-E-M-E-D-I-A.C-O-M? Yep, there is that website, 421media at Gmail. Uh, so I spell that out because I was with someone the other day and I mentioned looking them up and they immediately went to their phone they typed that in and apparently not the exact website we needed for you came up no probably not not if you use numbers yeah so you may want to clarify that in your branding and work on your website because that's where i referred somebody well i don't and they're like i don't have a website he has a facebook page and i was like well just try that he's a big facebook guy i don't i have a website and i don't refer people to it so are you going to cut that segment of our 2021 opening for the free plug for big allen no just shoot me a text message and that would be at 1-800-BIG-AL. Twitter message. I'm on Twitter. Oh, that's a direct message, but then he has to be following you if you want to talk to him. No, that's not true. But I want to talk to Patrick. Let's get off 421 Media. Unless you have any big plans I need to know about. Oh, I, I, none. That affect 421 Media. No, but hopefully by the time you've listened to this, you've read a little bit of something that's happening and that's going on. Um, the Carolinas will not just sit stagnant as we roll into a pandemic-challenged world. We don't know what 2021 is going to hold, folks, but we do know that if we sit on our hands, it's going to pass us by. So with that, hopefully you've heard or read something um, about what we're trying to do to stay current and to provide value to our members. I can't wait to hear about it myself. Don't worry. It doesn't involve you. Cool. Is it? Okay. <laughs> he got all sad. Y'all should see these faces. <laughs> so Is there anybody we want to thank or run the year into or just mention? Well, I've you want to do some Twitter shout-outs like you used to? Some people you used to talk about all the time and give them some love? People I used to talk about all the time. I mean, Like so Aaron, okay. Turfbeard, Aaron Ricks, Turfbeard. Are there any folks like that out there you just want to give a shout-out to you haven't talked to in a while about? All of them. P-Dub? All of them. Start Certainly writing down the list. I haven't talked to Aaron in a while. Turfbeard and I have talked to quite a bit. McGraw, Flecky's Picks, I'm in contact with them. So, Flecky's a real dude, by the way, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not following them, you should. He had a rough week at the Masters, but he made the cut at least. Yeah. Uh, that was a good shot. Anybody listens, Patrick's a listener. I'm happy we're here today. I think this is why we're here today. No, we're here to talk about WWF and uh No, because Lego. of Twitter, right? And the following and the comments and the reactions correct, correct. and the following and yeah, the Lego enthusiasm, I think, honestly, but... Apparently, yeah. he actually does some pretty good work in the golf industry. It's why he's actually say, here and why right, we're here. Right? Did you did you happen to notice any of that little houses, bridges, nuances of the mountain as you were driving in, or were you just scared you were going to fall off? Well, when it says dead slow, I'll make sure I go very slow. But the houses are impressive. The bridges are impressive. I stopped twice at both of those signs because I thought they said dead end. And I was like, well, dadgum, he said I got another eight-tenths of a mile to go. Have you not been here? 
that's the front door. I've never made it through that entrance. I I've always it. come through cashiers, which is why I kept trying to tell you, you got to pay attention, etc. Because I've always come in that entrance. Mm. I never. I was informed that's the members' entrance. I came in this morning, Alan. Gotcha. The other is construction and waste debris. I think is how he phrased it. I was wondering as I was driving through. I was like, they can't have every service vehicle come down this. No, way. no, no. That's members. Yeah, only. Yeah, and then Big Al. Construction and waste <laughs> removal. I think is what he said. The other gate was four. Did, so did you get to see all the elements piled up here in between the rocks? That's a, that's a topic we need to get to. On yeah, the thing. yeah. Elements. You mean those free plugs we can take home and grow a yard with? Well, plugs or leaves or mulch or there's some nice boulders i could use in the yard too if i could just get you up there to help pick one of them up balance out the other side when you put it in the truck david ain't picking that one up we need goliath i'm gonna tell you that's a big rock yeah you couldn't you couldn't drive one of those rocks on the truck you think you could fit that much weight you see what i'm driving bo i did see it. it's the first time i've seen it and he bo starting out 2021 <laughs> it fits with the motif of the wagon <laughs> It's a stick shift with roll-up windows. It's a beast that will go anywhere. Put a rock in it. <laughs> Keep it for the snowy roads. That's a t-shirt. Put a rock in it. Well, let's get the... All right, Alan. Put a rock in it. Let's get to the guest. Beautiful. That's our new 2021 thing. Put a rock in it. Simplot Turf and Horticulture is one of the leading turf and ornamental distributors in the United States. We share your passion for these markets and to your success. While our roots in this industry started in the western United States, we are dedicated to bringing that same high level of customer service and product quality to you as we have demonstrated out west. Our mission is to provide you, our valued customer, with a level of trust, service, and support that is unequaled in this industry. Simplot Turf and Horticulture, bringing Earth's resources to life. It's a whole location. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, welcome in 2021, first guest of the year. Couldn't be any happier to be up here on the top of the mountain with none other than Patrick Dryman. Patrick, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having us up here. Why, why do you have a voice that sounds like you should be making moonshine well let me just say that i'm from here <laughs> well we avoided that tax legality question right off the bat we'll move on to something a little from the more. sticks from the sticks now do yeah. you do you make moonshine i have you have yeah. wow not do but you. not currently you can't ask that do you not watch the show well, i was Alan? trying to clear him <laughs> he's <laughs> clear are you familiar with the process of moonshining that's you Oh, yeah, I mean, he obviously is. You're not currently moonshining these days, are you? No, Don't need right. to. Right. You see where we are? You saying they got plenty of it around here? Uh, no, well, no, I'm saying where he's working. He don't need to be moonshining to be working uh, here. You're probably all right. Yeah. This I think they start thing. people off at $58 an hour here to pick up pine cones. Wow. Hmm. Can I apply? <laughs> There's an application around here? I'm just kidding. Maybe I need to rethink my application. <laughs> oh, man, you should have lobbied Ben a little harder, but you were here pre-Ben, right? No, sir. I came when Ben came. You came when Ben came. Well, about six months after him. So, Ben, being Ben Barnes, our second guest ever from two years ago, right before he came over to Mountaintop, right? Yep. This was last week at Blowing Rock. So, hold on. Do the math real quick. Mm, I'm not good at math. Ben's been here two years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He did say that earlier, so I feel confident. That means we've been doing this 
Yeah, that long. This is season three. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we got a good guest with us here today, folks. We don't have to worry about the Tim and Al show. Um, so, so I can where you, were you before here? Oh, sorry. Patrick went. He started his turf career at Sand Hills University or Community College. Community College in Pinehurst. Yes, sir. But you're from here. Yes, sir. That ain't close. No. Any, did you work in golf before you went to Sand Hills? I did. Where? Uh, Sky Valley Country Club. Worked for Steve Mason. What's old boy over there who does all the cooking for him now? Good he only got the three teeth. <laughs> wow. No, he's a good dude. I can't remember his name, but he can cook some mean ribs. Okay. Always wears overalls. He might have been there after you. Yeah, I have no idea. How long ago was that? 10, 12 years? Oh, it's been uh, probably 2008, 2009 I was there. Okay. All right. Um, Left there and went to Sand Hills, uh? Yes, sir. And recommended by somebody said you go get a turf degree. Well, funny story is uh, my guidance counselor in high school said, what are you going to do? I was like, I had no idea. And uh, he said, well, what would you do for work this past summer? I said, well, you know, I worked on a golf course at uh, Sky Valley and, you know, done maintenance out there and stuff like that. And he said, well, how about you make a career out of it? And I was like, yeah, sure, sounds good. So he's like, well, here, go to this website and apply. Next thing I know, I got in and I was on my way. Really? Yes, sir. To Sandhills. Yes, sir. And so a guidance counselor recommended that. Yeah. That is good to hear, right? Especially, So that would have been from here. Yes, sir. Yep, in Highland, just right down the road. And they didn't say anything about Catawba? No, he said Sandhills because he said it was one of the best turf schools that you could ever go to. So you got to meet George? Oh, yeah. I know George very well. So that's wonderful, right? I mean, you got a good start then. Oh, yes, sir. I mean, I can't say anything nice about Steve. I'm just kidding. Mr. Mason, I took your call the other day when you called. We're just... <laughs> But we got to talk about while he was at Sand Hills. Yeah, I was just getting back to that and his mentorship and how he got like yeah. this kind of setting the stage for. Sounds like there's been some some good eggs involved here. I'm, I'm just I like to brag for him. He's a turf bowl champion, man. <gasps> what? I, I take pride. I think more than more pride than the actual. What turf are y'all the, the the mayflies, crane flies, <laughs> flyers, flyers? Yeah, the Sand Hill Flyers. Yes, sir. And just like. Uh, so what year did you win it? Eight, nine? No, eleven. Uh, okay, but Patrick did say just like Mr. Flanagan, they went out and celebrated afterwards after their victory too. A little hard too. So to bring everybody up to speed, that trophy got some new wood underneath it because that laminate wood and alcohol apparently don't set well. It's no. kind of like getting something wet, leaving it outside in the rain. Yeah, it likes to bow. Yeah, bow bubbles, bows. Yes, sir. So when we were putting the new wood base on it after two or three years ago, we um we put a lid on it, and <laughs> it's a permanent lid. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No it more. ain't made to be drank out of anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as how it's got to come back to Liberty, and them girls don't drink, and the uh, smell of that thing after a couple of return trips—that's that's funny. That is pretty right. We may we may blame the Clemson Turf Club for winning that three years ago in the utter end game of its renovation period. Okay, but the Turf Bowl Trophy's been through a major renovation lately since you've seen it. Uh, I just yeah, wanted to make I want to make sure everybody knew he was on a winning team. Were you one of the people who was in the room that won, or were yes, you just sir. on the team? I was on the team. I didn't necessarily answer too many questions, but Doesn't but matter. you were there in spirit and moral support, apparently. I sat right next to the guy that was answering most of the questions. So nice. Yeah. I keep put him, in my two bits. Yeah. You know? Keep him fed with water. Life's good. I like it. All right. Um, so Sandhills, George. Who else was a big influence on you while you were there? 
Well, mainly George. I mean, Ventola, he, he kind of left our last semester and went on sabbatical. So, I mean, mainly George. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the guys I worked for at Pine Wild, they're pretty good guys. Uh, oh, you worked at Pine Wild, huh? I worked at Pine Noodles and Pine Wild. You worked with Mr. Frickty? Yeah. Yeah. Pine. He was on the board. Was he on the board then when you were there, maybe? Maybe. I'm not sure. And then, so, Mike, at the time, was this when he had some, some serious hair going on? Didn't he used to have some long hair? He did not have long hair when I was there. Might have mixed up with another one. There was a dude who had, like, rock star shoulder length hair. Interesting. Thought he was at Sand Hills. He didn't have the go to when I was there though. He's he's always about being you know, prim and proper when Oh uh, I see you there. got the reverse prim and proper like me too. Well, I'll tell you what. Less on top, more night. on the bottom. Yes, sir. Oh, he wanted to be clean and trim. <laughs> Big Al's had a haircut since we were last together. That's true. It didn't look so hot last time. <laughs> It did. It was just a lot of hot. It was. It was, yeah, not good. He was trying out for the Bigfoot part in the, the Geico commercials. I didn't get it. Daryl, speaking for Daryl. What What year did you graduate, Sandhills? 2013. And where'd you go immediately afterwards? The Dunes Club. So you did go straight to the Dunes. Was that based on George's recommendation? Yes, and sir, it was. He knew Stevie and all that? Oh, yes, really? Sir. Not yeah. just because you said, I want to go party in Myrtle Beach for a few years. What no. was your role there? What was your role when you went there? To the Dunes Club. I was an intern. That's where I interned. And then worked your way up? I worked my way up. Good to you. What did you leave there as? Second assistant. Under the quad father? No, he actually left a couple months before I did. Okay. And uh, I'd already interviewed here to come up here. And so Steve hired two guys out of college. And I helped train them those guys for couple months and then i came on up here is one of them andy train him? that'd be one of them yeah yeah huh. kyle's nephew any yeah. stories you want to tell about andy while we're here first time i met andy was at a wedding at kyle's wedding i better not say nothing about mr train what <laughs> mr train <Trainum? laughs> that's a good man keep he stories from himself. i'm to my you to oh, keep me? stories oh, yeah. to not spill the beans andy's a good dude too. andy's a good fella yeah i would say of all the Trainums and their family members that I've met, with the exception of Kyle's wife, Anna. No, I wasn't including her because she was pre-marriage, so she wouldn't have counted in that lumping. Okay. <laughs> it might have been Glenda, I think, who's Kyle's god-aunt who works in my cardiologist's office. She's probably the nicest one. I was going to give Andy the next nicest <laughs> award after that. He is a very nice man. Andy was sporting the pulling weeds koozie at that wedding. Good for him. Yeah. He got a T-shirt at that wedding, too. Did he? That was when the golf course superintendent T-shirts came out. Ah. Mm. The other golf professional. The other golf professional. Yeah. yeah. Back to the guest. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, Sandhills, Dunes Club. Tell us a good Steve Hamilton story he's been on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many to tell about Steve. Okay. Well, uh, what's the latest he ever showed up at work and acted like he was on time? Well, I'll say if we're starting at 5.30, Steve would get there at 5.29. He'd be like, let's go. Really? Like, no play. Like, you just roll right in the door rocking. Oh, yeah. He, oh, Steve always came in positive energy. I'm telling you. He'd always have a smile on your face, and he's he's ready to go. Isn't that amazing? That's something I don't think I've ever heard anybody say about their boss, smile on their face. Oh, I love Steve. He's a great guy. <laughs> Dude, there's nobody there, Alan. That was all from the wind. That's our second ghost of the day. Wow. That is kind of freaky. It's kind of breezy up here on the mountain, so there's a question I asked before you came in, and it's something I always ask 
especially somewhere like the beach that you never know what you're going to find. I said, what's the strangest thing you've woken up found in the morning? And On the golf course? Yeah, but this was behind the clubhouse as a dead body. Ooh, you found one? Yeah, we was uh, coming up one morning. It was still dark. Some getting ready to rise, and we were coming up behind the clubhouse. Oh, noticed like something over off on the beach. You know, you never hardly see a log or anything over on the beach, so we got to looking a little closer, and the sun rose a little bit more as a dead body. Uh, apparently, somebody had already found him before because somebody put a sweater over his oh, really? head. Huh. So I guess the guy, he's an elderly gentleman. We found out he was apparently he was running down the beach, and yeah. I guess his heart gave out, and wow, down he went. Wow. Yeah. So that's definitely a first for the show, man. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's those are moments you don't you don't forget. No. No, that's sure. why I couldn't believe Alan made you talk about it. Brought it back up. Oh man, this ain't. <laughs> Ain't nothing too bad. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to add some levity to that. Somehow, man. That was all I could come up with, guys. All right, the same question I asked Steve. Did you go, when you lived at Beats, did you go to any of the shows, the Dixie Stampede or the Medieval Times? Tim did a date at Medieval Times one time. Yeah. And? <laughs> Y'all never went out back out again, did you? There's a problem with that, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you haven't taken your children there. I, but do you, they don't even have forks there, do they? It's not the point. Yeah. You use your hands like in medieval times. Right. So where'd you go? I'm a carnivore anyway. I use my hands all the time. I hear you. Nice. Barbarian style. There you go. Uh, Yeah, I went to medieval times, the Pirate Adventures. One of my first dates I ever had down there with a girl, we went to Pirate Adventures. Pirate Adventures isn't bad. She got to to go in for free, and I was like, shoot you, I'll go. Keep talking junk, Al. Keep talking junk. (laughs) My man's got a list of them, and you're going to make fun of me for going to one. Uh, (laughs) All right, let's go. Let's let's tag up on Al here, Patrick. Hey, Alan, where are all the places you have? Have you been to Legends yet, Alan? No, have you? You haven't seen Michael Jackson? No. Madonna? My kids wanted to. Did you go to Legends? I did not. I'm just trying to – he had many years there. I want to see what attracted Six years. Six and a half years. Where did you live when you were down there? Uh, Right beside World Tour. Okay. That's gone, isn't it? Or just still there? No, World Tour's still there. Okay. Yeah. Why are you dissing on well, the was I'm thinking of John Daly's place is gone. John Daly's Wicked Sticks yeah. is gone. That's yes, a sir. Costco now, I heard, or something, maybe. It or is somewhere along those lines, yeah. yeah. It's something over there that's turned into Shopping Mall Central on the yeah, left there much. between that Walmart and the next intersection. Yes, sir. Right there off, I think it's 544 going up to Socasty there. It's all 501. 501 yeah. in that and intersection. 544. Yep. And, yep. So... What made you want to leave there and come back home, I guess, to the mountains? <laughs> Did you just answer your own question while asking it? Why would you leave the beach and come home? <laughs> well, I mean, you like do you like the beach or do you like the mountains? Well, you know, being from here, you got to love the mountains. Being from the beach, oh, not being from the beach, but being at the beach, it's nice and all, but once you've seen it, you've seen it. You know, every day working at the Dunes Club, you go up on hole number nine, and there's the ocean. It's like, ooh, ah, yep, yeah, another but it, day. If you want to go play putt-putt right now, how far you got to drive? Just kidding. Actually, I can go right below my house in auto. Some guy oh, just really? opened up a putt-putt course. Huh. Yeah, it might not be amazing, but yeah. it's all right. Yeah. It's less than 10 minutes. Yeah, about five minutes from my house. Boom, Alan. What else you got on some Myrtle <laughs> Beach knock? Let's see what they don't have up here. here. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I want some good chicken wings. I kind of got to go a long ways away. How far? Well, I haven't found one yet within a 50-mile radius. Really? We got to get him down to Beaufort then. He's got to go eat Q. Q on Bay. Those smoked. Yeah. 
they're, they're, he smokes them for like four or six hours and then fries them mm. before they come out. Oh my god! Oh, that does I don't good. even like chicken wings, but those are good. You don't like chicken wings? Tim does like Dodge's chicken. So I worked. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked at. Um, Do you know what Dodge's chicken is? No. Gas station chicken. Oh yeah, well you can't beat it. There's some good Monday after the Masters stories. How appropriate. Um, we could tell some wonderful Monday after the Masters story and some Dodge chicken, but no. Um, in college, I worked at Charlie T's Lakefront, and they served chicken wings. And so I've dropped enough fryers in my life to realize what comes out of chicken wings oh, yeah. after oh, frying them. That's fair. Man, that smell. I mean, I can tell you, I have a pair of shorts. I distinctly remember that it was, I think, the 14th day I'd worn them to work. And I took them off, and I threw them in the corner, and they literally didn't ball up. They they just, like, they was I was still in them. <laughs> like, I could see the cargoes on the side. They hit the wall and stood there. I was like, that's enough. Wow, that's not good. No, they that's smelled, and then I realized, oh, that's me that smells everywhere I go. That's funny. Oh uh, yeah, so I don't do chicken wings. So the change of pace. Did you? When did you get married? You're married, correct? Yes, sir. When did you get married? Uh, back in the summer. Oh, so you're newlywed? Yes, sir. Ah, good. He for got you. married seven twenty eight. Is that what I'm recalling? Uh, that's my birthday, homie. July 28th? It's like our reception was on my birthday, 725. Okay. I was close. It was right around there. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw that last night on the Twitter machine. I was thoroughly impressed with that. Um, what did you see on the Twitter machine? Did he got married during the pandemic year. Oh. Like a lot of people weren't doing it. Yeah. Well, you know, me and my wife both were not very social people. So it wasn't too, too nothing for us. Yeah. We've done two COVID weddings. One was family and then one was... Just me, Kristen, and the couple and the officiant. So, wife, hometown girl? She's actually from up here, too. Uh, well, originally from Savannah. Okay. But uh, she moved up. Uh, she lives just right up the road from my grandparents. So she, theoretically, with Tybee Island, you, she could call herself a beach girl and then has chose the mountains then? She could, yeah. By the way, when she left Savannah, she was only probably two, somewhere around there. So I don't really know if she gotcha. remembers much of it. Yeah. Look, I lived in Hawaii for a couple of years, and I would. People ask me all the time if I could have a home somewhere and pick it. I'd be in the mountains. I'd take the mountains really any day over the beach. I mm. would too. Oh, for give me fleece and blue jeans instead of sand in every crack every day. I'm all over that. I don't know if <laughs> well, I when you want to get away up here, it's real easy to get away. You are away. I love it. You've right. already walk gotten up away. In the woods, man. <laughs> so man. I can't tell you how many vehicles I saw. Um, parked up, I think it was 11, and then 1.30 actually doing some deer hunting, it looked like, in those WMA spots. There were a good many out this morning. There's several. A lot of bear hunters out right now. Wait, what's WMA? Wildlife Management Area. So it's TVA? Public, land. public No. <laughs> public land that you can hunt. Right. I, I saw that. I saw that. We're not going there. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Tennessee Valley Authority? Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is still in south carolina that i'm talking about but last time we talked about tva it reached down into the carolinas some of it did yeah yeah okay. um so there's a how, what's the bear season up here I believe it starts for like right around mid-october when's or the end of october when's and last then runs for the rest yeah. of the year or just a couple weeks just a couple weeks i don't think it goes all year so the reason i ask is in south carolina we've got the four different game zones and only up in game zone one and there's only one day a year that you can bear hunt oh really and it's a $25 tag or whatever. And I think it was like October 10th a couple of years ago or something. But I just, I mean, one day is tough. I mean, you got to you gotta have them patterned or, you know, do you frequent, baited pretty hard. Do you see bears frequently? 
Yeah, just go right down there to that dumpster, and there's probably one down there right now. Nope, I'm not going that way. Let's go look. I actually have one. Uh, it was either we were air fine or member guest walked down there, and you know it was just right there. I just it just popped up on me out of nowhere. So you know we're locked eyes, and all of a sudden it jumps, and I grab my pocket knife. I was like, I'm gonna put up a fair shake. Right. But usually they're more scared of you than you are them. Sure. Uh, we actually had two cubs stuck in the dumpster the other day. I had to go let them out. That was fun. My bear you... was right behind the fence. I was wondering. Ready yeah, to I saw pounce. That. What, did you, did you tip the thing over let them out? Or? No, uh, we had just a latch. Just open up the latch and let oh, them out. Okay. Is that well, a common? She's got in there. Stuff. Mom was in there probably and got out or no? Mom, she probably did get out. I mean, the dumpsters were pretty much almost empty. So, you know, it's pretty uh-huh. deep dumpster. So. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah, that's every day, man. That's real world right there. It's almost like being at the beach with all the alligators, though. No, it has no, no, nothing close, in my opinion. Well, I mean, you go up to the alligators He's at the saying. beach and they jump in the water. Okay, They're more okay. scared of you than you are them. The uniqueness as well. I just feel like my life's more in danger if I saw a bear than an alligator laying on the pond, the, the bank. Really? Yeah. Much more. That's interesting. I could agree with that because alligators, you know, if they ever chase you, run a zigzag. I heard they that. They can't turn as fast as you can. Thank God I've never been chased to test that theory out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bears, they're going to come right after you. Now, somewhat of a transition going back. T- why don't you talk about your injury, if you don't mind? Do you mind? No, I don't mind. And how it happened at the Dunes Club and why it kind of reared its head here. Well, if it even happened at the Dunes Club, I mean, I was trying to think of how it might have happened. Right. But the biggest thing I could remember was that day I jumped out of the back of a. Uh, tip car trailer and you know landed kind of funny i was like well you know i've sprained my ankle or something like that and i didn't pay much attention i just kept walking on it and you know eventually didn't hurt anymore and and you know coming back up here to the mountains your foot's just constantly rocking back and forth and i think i might have re-aggravated it and uh got to the point where i couldn't even walk i finally had to do something about it um Went and got the MRI and all that stuff. They said they found a bone bruise. And the doctor told me it was one of the biggest bone bruises he's ever seen. So their plan was to go in there, drill out the bone bruise, and pack it with a bone cement. Well, when they went in there to drill the bone, the bone shattered. So they had to rebuild my bone pretty much. And Is this the fibula? Down at the bottom of the uh, ankle or the no sir, it's just right in the arch. Oh, uh, okay. This is one of your foot bones. Yes, sir. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well that's so, not the end of it though. No, uh I was well, actually about a year ago. So when did the surgery happen? Surgery happened January twenty seventh. This year? Yes, sir. Okay. Big year. He's gotten married and foot surgeries i've had two surgeries this year yeah so the second one was second one was to, i could not get my after wearing the boot for so long and you know but you're st- stuck at one position being in that walking boot and once i finally got to the point where i was coming out of it i could not get my foot back to 90 degrees went to physical therapy and you know done their stretches they worked with me i mean we finally got it I think I started at, I can't even remember the angles they used, but I could not get back to 90, so I went back to the doctor, and they said, well, we're going to have to cut you open again and cut your, pretty much it's the tendon that runs from your calf all the way up underneath your Achilles, your heel. So they went in there and 
slice that um, well tendon, and so I could flex it back. So did they they take another chunk out and add it to elongate that, or does that tendon just now cut and gives you more flexibility? It's what he told me was he he cut it and extended it. Yeah. Me personally, I don't know because that's all he told me. I was not uh, sure. He didn't sure. come back and see me after I got out of surgery, so. But well, it gave you the flexibility. It gave needed. me the flexibility. I can now pull my left foot back farther than my right. So and your good. Achilles was never impacted. No, sir. But it's, it's also... <sighs> my calf muscle is, though. It's caused a, a transition of, of work somewhat, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. Tell I, us about uh, that. Well, you know, I come up... Ben hired me as an assistant up here. And, uh, you know, after all this surgery and stuff, I figured working in the mechanic shop would be a good idea instead of trying to get back out there and start moving my foot around again and possibly re-injuring it or something like that so i'm gonna still trying to you know to keep it go easy in recovery time so i've been working in the mechanic shop here quite a bit and you know learning that side seeing how the other half lives huh. and uh you know ben gave me a choice he said you know you can either maybe make a full-time career out of this maybe take over for the guy here whenever he leaves or you can stay and you know keep being an assistant and work your way up that way so, you know, right now I'm still in that transition of being like, well, you know, what do I want to do? Good. But well, it's awesome being in a place where you have options. I love and you're it. not just laid out to rest and you're kind of back close to home and you can kind of pick a career path that you think will be best for you. And I, I, You know, I, I love being an assistant. I love the golf course. There ain't nothing like going out there first thing in the morning. You see that. That's beautiful. <laughs> right, right. Beautiful. But when you go in the shop down here, you know, you're like, oh, well, what tool am I going to grab first? It's kind of like, it's kind of degrades you a little bit, but at the end of the day you know it's like well i've always been somewhat mechanically inclined and i love it you know turning a wrench is what's the biggest surprise that you've had going to that side biggest surprise yeah as far as just either uh something that that the guys do to equipment that you that you may have even done that you probably on the other side think i probably shouldn't do that as much one thing that kind of drives me insane, I see guys doing it here on our tractors. They'll rev it up before they turn it off. Okay. I don't know why they do it, <laughs> but they do it. That's uh, interesting. Now I'll definitely look for that each time I see a tractor cut off. <laughs> it's funny. I deliberately do not do that in the hunt truck, and I wonder about all these other folks who do that. It's I, I, I just sit there, and I'm like, nope. I've never heard of anybody revving it up before they shut it down. You'll see them. They'll rev it up a little bit and turn it off and then bring the lever back down so they act like they never done it I'm like come on guys huh. i ain't no dummy that's well that's i would crazy. tell you that the perspective that i would give you is that as a team player that you the guy who got to enjoy that sunrise because you were out there working won't be able to have that moment and enjoy that sunrise unless you the other guy inside here has everything working right because your sunrise is going to be spoiled. That's exactly right. If you're not doing your thing in here. And so I would say when you grab that tool, regardless of what it is, you can take solace in knowing that you're providing a crew's worth of sunsets every morning to some degree. And then those certain mornings where you're going to have to be out there regardless because you know you're going to be needed on site oh, to make an exactly adjustment right. or whatever, is you'll get your slices of heaven too, and you have the ability to go out there any day. Well, those last few pictures I've posted up on Twitter, you know, that's me going out there and making. I adjusting. saw the boots kicking around out there in the in the plug piles, and I was like, "Oh, my man's out there getting dirty doing something." Yeah, I was, uh, you know, go out there and you know adjust or replace tines and stuff like that. We're constantly losing tines here. Uh, 
How about this There's picture? so much rock, right, still? Or did you get rid of all of it? No, <laughs> there's not a whole lot of rock. If you go into the rough, that's a different story here. The okay. I remember uh, one of my first. Do you remember that picture? Oh, yes, sir. That was last year's verification right around yeah, this that, time. That was your My Carolina's Morning yes, sir. thing. But you'd be amazed out here. I've taken Look soil samples trees. out here. Yeah. And the soil samples, you know, they always said do greens first. Tees, uh, fairways, then do your rough because rough's gonna take you a while. And I was like, of soil sampling, yes, sir. Okay, and I was like, you know, I'm a big guy, I can shove that probe in just about anything. You know, <laughs> I got that probe about that far in the ground, no matter where I'm at. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, I'm 265 pounds, I'm a big boy, right. you know. And I'll so I heard that they spent. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but it was in the millions of dollars on just the driving range here alone, blasting rock. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Just to make it. So you saw the driving range before you turned in? Did you take oh, a look yeah. at it all? No, I wanted to. So it was like, I heard like $10 million just blasting rock alone to create the driving range here. What's up with the bell? Just hit the, is that to be hit? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just ring the bell, fun, man. Right. Yeah, ring right. the bell. Okay. Yep. Cool. cool little thing up here. Make, uh, you know, that it's is like cool. those clubs that have their little thing, you know. That's a big bell. Cool. That's about to do you on that. Right <laughs> we stood out there one morning, and Rob was here, and I think Big Daddy hit it. And then Rob, I watched Rob hit at least ten or fifteen balls, and he didn't hit it. I would definitely try and hit it every time. Y'all had a uh, Verlina Cup qualifier up here two mm-hmm. years ago. I think it was two summers ago where we could get twelve guys on, and so we had a bunch of guys. And it's the only Verlina Cup qualifier we've ever actually um, filled up or sold out. I hear you. I qual- <laughs> I try and qualify for that one. All you had to do was sign up. It was free. Yeah. And then the sponsors paid for the lunch and the beers afterwards and everything. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, you can't beat that. So, um, is the clubhouse closed today? Yes, sir. Nah. Yeah. So, have you know had, I have to ask you that, right? Have you had the Gouda-infused cheeseburger? No. Okay. I don't get that kind of privilege. Well, thank you. I don't either. Tim does. You've heard me talk about it, though. Yes. It still exists here, you think? Honestly, we have a bunch of new management come in, so it may not, but I could lie to you. So. But you could still tell me that that comfort station, if Alan were to walk in, it would be like that's the best candy store he's ever been in in his life. Oh, yeah. There is still a comfort station? There is still a comfort station. Okay. Uh, there is one on uh, 10 and one on 4. So somebody told me the first time they came up here that they made their own jerky here. They do. And it is really? delicious. And it's not – dude, you don't call it jerky. It's like – Heaven. I mean, that's what I call it. Now, when you say we make it's it here. It's like the brisket in a daggone zipper top. It is. Isn't that it? It's good. It's like gooey. Can I like purchase this today? We might can steal a bag, no? Well, no, because uh, clubhouse closed and a general store is closed today. No, I'm just telling you, Alan. Like, how many it's police y'all got like here? It's a little package to it, right? It and you is. open it up. And you think, jer- right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I won't. Delicious. I won't. It's like a piece of brisket. It doesn't have any red in it that's in the package. Is that a fair statement? That's, that's fair what I was statement. trying to get at, consistency-wise. Man, it, you got to stop. I haven't had lunch yet. Well, man. I'll tell you what. I'll, if I can get my Look hands here. on some, I'll send you some. Oh, I will trade you out whatever dude, you want. From I stole the floss picker from over there <laughs> in the men's locker room thinking <laughs> we was going to get a whole some jerky over here today. And I was going to have my – because I know it's going to get stuck in my teeth. I thought I, st- I, thought uh, I stayed in the truck. But, yeah, I got a floss picker just for the jerky. When I came up here to interview, when he was riding around the course – they said, you know, here we have some of the best beef jerky you'll ever eat. And I'm like, oh, well, let me try this. I'll stuff. be the judge of that, yeah. It actually took me nine months before I got my first piece of jerky here. Really? Yes, sir. Yeah. Because it's hard to get your hands on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Luckily, right now, I have a connection. My wife also works here. So 
at mountaintop interior would you yes, just leave it alone we don't need to disclose anymore <laughs> <laughs> you want some jerky right alan don't be putting her out there no no no, no we're not great wedding photo but we're not talking about her at work okay. <laughs> no we're talking about the wife at work well, so, well all right surgery how long were you out of work grand total all together was about 14 weeks between mm. both the surgeries okay so we won't get into the whole insurance side of life, but I'm assuming hopefully everything was squared away okay. Wait, January 27th, surgery or marriage? Which one was surgery. that? Surgery. Okay. Married by your birthday, remember? Yeah, that's right. So that's, um, you obviously already had a Lego slash um, hoarding of WWEF yeah. whatever MMA fire collector guys that's been going on that went public at that time. Is that kind of when you when you unveiled it to the yeah, world? Pretty much, yeah. with the with the custom Lego creations. Well, the funny thing was was Steve actually was the one that told me to get on Twitter. He's yeah, like, it could really help you out. Hammer yeah. time. Hammer time. Suggested Twitter. Suggested me to get Jeez, on Twitter. I have so many things that I need to talk to Steve about today. <laughs> this is wonderful. Go ahead. Sorry. But he uh, told me he's like, you know, this could really help you out. And you know, I, when I was at the dunes, I didn't. I messed around on it a little bit, but you know, when you're just sitting there, bored out of your mind. Well, you know, you start putting bricks together, and I was like, oh, you know what? Let me share this. Let me share yeah. that. You know, it's like somebody will like it. Somebody might ask me something. Well, you, right. you do. <laughs> sure, so, I love it. Yeah, I, I was like, well, Krieger's the one that comments the most or says, "Oh yeah, look at that." <laughs> I love it. So yeah. I used to have a shelf like two of those size that we're looking at before kids in my first house in Lexington that was full of Star Wars Legos. Oh, yeah. As an adult, like, I was buying those, right? Like, some people would buy guns and whatnot. Like, I was the guy collecting everything that was out there at the time. And um, so I've got boxes of these things somewhere. So when I saw that, I'm like, I get it. But the custom stuff blows That's me what away. I, same here. The, the custom, custom stuff impresses me. Right. So uh, is that camper, that's a custom glamper? That camper? No, that was actually. That was a set? It was a set. Okay. Actually. Uh, that's funny. I'm going to modify it whenever I get the bricks and the time. But all my custom work decides on if I got the brick or not. Gotcha. Like that, uh, the six by six I made, that was a combination of two sets. For sure. You know, I had to buy it so I could have the parts. Right. Gotcha. Right. And, have you seen these new boxes at Walmart, the creator sets? Oh, yeah. The pirate ship. I got my eye on it. <laughs> they're just blank Legos. No, oh. no, they're just. Oh, those. They're, they're just like, now you can go buy them and it's. For creation or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. And it's saying. just stock of random assortment of colors and sizes. Dude, whoever does Lego period marketing is a genius now. I mean, the last ten oh. years they've oh up their game from a brick company to oh without question. I think once they started, once they got involved with Disney, oh it, yeah, and, and the Avengers and the Star Wars and all those things, it took it through. You know, the Mermaid series for the girls. Yeah. So have you been Legos for life like kind of guy like grew up with them type deal? I, I mean, I had Legos when I was younger, but I, uh, as an adult, probably my first Lego set, I'll never forget, it was a Batman mech, and that was right around 2014, and I was like, put that together, you know, being an adult, I was like, right. oh, yeah, here we go. Nice. Started going and buying. Yeah. Paycheck on Friday, going by Saturday morning, oh, yeah. you're going to be going and buying your Legos, you know. And, Listen yeah. up, everybody. Put the meth, the crack, all that down focus you don't need spend it spend your money on the legos spend your money on the legos because uh, yeah. you can sell them back on ebay if you ever need to when you get a little tight that's exactly right <laughs> keep the box keep the box and keep the instruction pamphlet <laughs> yeah so my mom since i can remember i get a set of legos every year for christmas still 
Oh, nice. So, like, last year I got that Harley collector bike I have my own up. for Christmas last year. That's pretty cool. Still in the box. I tell you what, maybe I should bring it to you, let you put it together. So then when I put it on display in my office, I can have a story as to who did it. That's right. Just like you farmed out your most recent thing. Hey, I'll do it. Well, so here's the funny thing. So all the ones in the office now are the architectural series. Yes, sir. That's all I got. Um, except for one, the Imperial Star Destroyer. What's your favorite, favorite architecture one? Oh, man. I don't know. I think the Trevi Fountain I like a lot just because it's got the little horses and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to agree with what, that. One. What's yours? That's a loaded question. I actually like uh, Dubai. Those, uh, yeah, it's, the Burj Khalifa or whatever yeah. that the the little tower. Yes, sir. So anyhow, um, yeah, he's calling me out because uh, Jim Huntoon, who's on our board, he was in the office one day and I had the U.S. Capitol. Because anyways, I guess where I'm going with that is all the sets are only because they're done with my kids mm-hmm. and the architectural series. Like right. we get them at, like I get them for Christmas, we put them together. That's how they're there. So this Capitol. I had the box, but we'd never put it together, and so I gave it to Jim, and his son put it together because I knew he was big into it as well. Yeah. So it just made it back to the office this last week. In fact, a week ago Monday, it made its appearance back in the office assembled. So now when people come and they see, I can say, oh, yeah, Huntoon's son did that one or whatever. So that that could add to my collection. I may have to do that. I would think a mechanic and Lego building go hand in hand. I mean, same thing in the theory. You could kind of say that, yeah. you got to have – I'm going to argue that completely. Because I would say... You're going to argue against what I just said? Yeah, oh, completely. Uh, because here's the bring deal. it. Here's the deal. I would consider myself to be in the upper echelon of, at least in my world, not in the Lego world, okay. of Lego builders. Okay. Like, of our crowd. Yeah. I'm not going to put myself in Patrick's realm, right, but I get you it. and me, me, me you let's and Joe. Lego it out, dude. I'm going to get you. Right. Okay? I'm right. a better Lego guy than you. Yeah. That's all I'm saying, okay? Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. I might could change the oil in my truck. <laughs> right. <Okay? laughs> like, I had to change taillight the other night, okay? I did it. But you know what I used? YouTube. <laughs> That's an, <laughs> I almost swore for the first time in 21 on the podcast. No. Uh, uh, an adjustable wrench. Okay. <laughs> to go after, I call it a hex nut, but a six-point nut, right? What, is that a hex nut? I'm with I just spit on myself trying to make my point, Alan. Do you see where I'm at? I, I am do. not mechanically inclined at all, but I'm a Lego guy. But see, I'm my youngest son will like when we when he would get a Lego set, he would always skip a step or miss putting it on the wrong peg. Ooh. It's not hard I know. to do. But three steps later, he'd be like, "It doesn't. It's not right." And I'm but like, "But oh, I've done got? it." Yeah. Oh yeah, well, that and makes you me sit feel better. There and cuss yourself. And when you get way past it, yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've had to tear things completely apart. And I'm oh, yeah. talking not just like two or three pieces. I'm talking like like two hours worth. <laughs> like two hours worth. You got to re tear it all completely yeah. apart to find uh, that yeah. one one by three. That brick. shade of maroon right, right. that they now use. It's yeah. actually red versus maroon, and then you <laughs> yeah. need the maroon one at the end. That's yeah. funny. Where do you buy? Where do you get your pieces from? Internet. Well, yeah, I'll get on Bricklink. Okay. Uh, if I'm buying just random pieces. When you were at the beach, was there a store you could go to? No. 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 Uh, most of my buying, you know, I buy sets from eBay. And Target. Because you ain't got a Walmart up here to walk into either. Hey, I do it off the mountain. Where? In Clayton and in Franklin, but I never go to Franklin. So here's what they're saying. They got to leave the Carolinas to find Legos. No. no. Franklin? Tennessee? No, Franklin, North Carolina. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was Franklin, Tennessee. You can find Legos, and you can't find them up here on Mountaintop. There is a Lego store in Greenville. 
Is there? I do go to it. Oh, Haywood. Is a Lego store in Haywood, yeah. They Haywood just put Mall. it in there. Okay. The Apple store is closed, but the Lego store. The Lego store still is. The only Lego store I've ever been to is Florida. I've hit the one. So now that you're traveling, have you hit the one in Concord yet? I have been there. No. Oh, that was like the first one ever. You know, oh, dude, you go to the racetrack. I mean, it's right across the street. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of that, have you been to the Union County Raceway? No, but let's go. God dang. Have you? It's Wait. got a yellow car up on a thing. Wait, in Spartanburg Union? Yeah, that one over that way. No, but I'd like to go. I drove by there the other day and almost stopped, and I was like, "Oh, he's seen this one. I'm not going to take a picture of that one." No. Are you into NASCAR at all? Used to be. But wrestling, current wrestling or old wrestling? I'm more of an old wrestling. I watch a little current. What do you say about old wrestling? Because I think we're we're not quite of the same vintage. I'm so I'm 14 years older. Old wrestling to him might not be the same as old wrestling to us, Alan. He was born when I was watching wrestling. Yeah, uh, he might not have been born when I was watching wrestling. <laughs> well, I was born in '91, so I mean, but I was already out of wrestling by '91. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, wrestling to me was you know Hulk Hogan and yeah, Macho Man. That's right. Okay, okay, guys. yeah, yeah, you know, I, no, I'm but not. they weren't live at the time. Then would they have been? No, '96, '97, no. they would have been. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, no, they were still around then. They were, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. But he'd gone to the, like, this would have been when Hulk was on, like, the NWO and stuff, yeah. right? Like, right. when he switched That's sides. That's what you remember and, as a kid, the NWO. Yeah. Yes, sir. Right, okay. Oh, see, I was way done. I was so past that. I was like, what is that crap? What's Hulk wearing black for? Yeah. yeah. So I was at Florence. I was at Nitro whenever uh, Eric Bischoff turned heel on Roddy Roddy Piper. And you can see me throwing paper at the ring <laughs> if you go look on YouTube or go on the network and watch. But uh, What kind of paper? It was a paper cup, beer cup. Beer cup. 12-year-old. Beer cup. That's big Al. No, I wasn't 12. I wasn't 12. (laughs) I was 22 or so. So you don't watch wrestling now? Well, you know, I I don't – can't say I don't because I did the WWE Network. It's $10 a month. I do it too, but I'm watching from the 80s. Hey, so do you and Mama have like a, a Netflix and chill kind of thing? Like not like Netflix, but like, like Andre is there a go to like what do y'all watch? Type? Andre the Giant and Jill. Andre the Giant Jill. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just trying to be current with my question in vernacular, but I guess that was so twenty twenty. Sorry. Now that we're in twenty one twenty one, is you, there television that you like to watch with your better half? We uh, watch a lot of like everybody loves Raymond nice. Seinfeld, nice. comedy queens, oh. sitcoms, yeah. Uh, Any Cheers, Night Court? I love Cheers, Taxi, MASH. Wow. We've been watching a lot of MASH here lately. Yeah, I turned my kids on to Knight Rider. Oh, yeah, there oh, you wow. go. That's a good one. I've just got they couldn't my... get into Airwolf. Really? Jan I, they, Michael they couldn't Vincent. Get, they couldn't, well, because when we were recording it, it was the guy after Jan Michael Vincent. It was the new guy. He sucked, you know what I mean? So I didn't know there was some after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just got my kids on Seinfeld. I realized they were a closet Seinfeld Blake admitted he likes Kramer finally, but that's the only reason I really watch Seinfeld. Is Kramer? Because of Kramer. I hear you. I, I hear never you. really liked Jerry that much, but Kramer and George, you can't beat them. Oh, do you think Elaine's hot? Have you ever? Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah okay. I just want to make sure I wasn't the only one in the room. Oh yeah. I just want to know what his wrestling name would be if he was a wrestler. Who? Patrick. Like, what would your I'm taking be? his his approach to his Hamilton and Trainum question answers. <laughs> I think it'd have to be Big Al the Destroyer. Why is his wrestling name got to have your name in it? 
No, I said I would be. I oh, thought I thought him. you were talking about Patrick. You were asking me about Patrick. <laughs> I'm trying to encourage Why has he got to be Big Al? <laughs> what would your wrestling name be, Tim? Mine? I don't know. Mini-Me? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know, the chunky flyer. He could be the mechanic, and he, mechanic. He, he pulls out a wrench and hits you in the head with it, and then the mechanic. He cheats every match. That sounds like a a Big Brother like coalition. That's a funny story. That, that's not Actually, a bad uh, angle. I mean, y'all know a one inch wrench is a pretty good size wrench. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just used one the other night. <laughs> 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 well. I actually had a couple guys bow up on me one night, and I was like, I'm either going to have to take this or I'm going to have to lay them out. And I looked in my truck, the only thing I saw was a one-inch wrench. You know, kind of did the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift thing. You know, had it hit it behind my arm and dropped it down. You'd be amazed at how many people run away from that. That's <laughs> crazy. Well. <laughs> All right, I got, that reminds me of a story when he just said he's either going to do something or take it. Amazon delivered a box at my house and a very heavy box for a neighbor two doors down. A neighbor I don't really know. And so I didn't want to just walk up in their yard out of the blue, so I waited till the kids got home. I said, y'all ride your bikes with me. I'm carrying some of my big old heavy box uh, on my taking shoulder. taking my kids with me where I don't feel comfortable. I love this well, story no, already. I, felt <laughs> like, I don't want to walk up in his yard, but I'm going to take my kids with me. Well, it doesn't like just a single dude. Weird. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Mm. And so, you're, you're not a slight character either. Right, right. <laughs> Who is this guy? You know. So anyway, I wave to the lady. She sees me, and I hand her this box. Next thing you know, they have this beautiful golden retriever, and this thing is rah, 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 and takes off right past me. To and, the kids. Yeah, and I'm like, well, it didn't get me. And, and so Blake, said, Blake froze. He goes, I was just going to sit there and take it, Daddy. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and I look, and Luke, Luke's already back at our house. He's <laughs> gone. But anyway, just, when he said I was going to take it, it reminded me of that story that's, yesterday. That's pretty funny. Yeah. The dog's right there. I was just going to take it. I was proud of Blake. He was going to sit there and take the bike, whatever it was. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, Blake. So, uh, Blake, okay, let me tell you my Blake intrusion story real uh-oh. quick. So, and I think I've told this on air before, but we're at an event setting up a couple years ago, and Alan's right. wife shows up, and they got these fancy donuts, some kind of place I've never duck even heard donut, of. Duck donuts. Is it the duck one yeah. in Columbia? Yeah. And, like, three of them got, like, bacon on them mm-hmm. and, like, maple or something. I don't know. <laughs> I go walking over, and I'm getting ready, and, man, it's like a scene in a movie. Like, the lid goes up. My hand goes towards the bacon, and this blur flash out of nowhere comes flying over, slams the box. No, sir, those are mine. And it was Blake and son, apparently. Like he'd been going through some medical treatments, and this was part of the, the reward. The reward yeah. is that he would get these donuts every time, and there were these special bacon ones. And so I about yeah. got into his stash. But yeah, it was yeah. so, man, it, it I was forgot like, about that. It was like Dash from uh, whatever that. Uh, the Invincibles or whatever. That was from 2018. Actually. And he comes. Shoom. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, a man, I Blake. love my bacon, man. I've probably done the same thing. I hear you. <laughs> so I noticed there's bacon a lot. butcher's cut. Only way to go the thick stuff. Or like are you the that. thin kind of like, like, like the crispy thick cut bacon? Yeah. Crispy or still got a little texture? I still like a little texture. I've you a crispy bacon guy. I've, now I am. I used not to be. Like burnt taste to it, or just crispy and crunchy, like falling apart, like I'll, make bacon bits out. Let's of go it. more on the burnt side. Oh, I old. used to be the crispy guy because i almost choked on a piece of bacon and about ruined me <laughs> okay why are you laughing at because that's gonna be a sound bite for the show i almost choked on a piece of bacon and it ruined me <laughs> <laughs> ruined. how about this a couple years ago i'm at the assistance thing for uh bayer in clayton north carolina mm-hmm. and they'd cook some ribs 
And I remember taking a chunk and a bite off of that. I was like, man, that was kind of a little bit hard to chew up. And I went to swallow and it got stuck. And I've never had that experience before in my life. And I'm sitting at a table with people and I literally can't breathe. Yeah. And I don't know what to say or what to do. And I remember getting up and just kind of like fighting for life, choking yeah. that big old chunk of stuff. And I ain't eaten ribs since, except for like we went somewhere recently and I forget where they had them, but they were like, they're, they got to fall off the bone. And it was yeah. their sales pitch. I was like, that better fall off the bone because if it ain't, if it ain't coming out like barbecue mash off that bone, I ain't <laughs> right. eating them ribs again. Well, tell where'd you almost die of bacon? I was at a Denny's in Orlando, Florida. Okay. That, sh- that should start every story, by the way. <laughs> I was at a Denny's in Orlando you when know, it all started. <laughs> you know, I haven't even gone by our list yet at all. What? Oh, we have a script for this guy? Yeah, we do. Oh, what's your, sorry. What's We're your, going into 2021 with mm, a script. What's your know. biggest tip for a, a equipment tech? Biggest that, tip? That you've learned since you've been doing it. Carry a one-inch wrench. <laughs> <laughs> at all times. I will say that person, yes. Uh, my biggest tip for that, pay attention. Yeah. Detail Every, matters. Detail. Well, not only that, but everything in there can and will kill you if you're not careful. Not just hurt you. Not just hurt you. I mean, you could just get seriously hurt. I mean, I Kill you. Like, literally. Like, you're not just saying that. I mean, you just say, say you're throwing a mower up on a lift. Yeah. I mean, anything can happen. You always got to be on your guard. Yeah. I mean, I've dropped my guard plenty of times i'm like oh, i've done this before and i got well this nail actually just finally grew back i got it mashed in a real mower man and, and yeah pain is real pain is real i was trying to explain that to my little one the other day we were giving him an analogy about something he said something hurt and i said i'm gonna share with you something i, I got in a book the other day he's like what's that i said well this guy he was like trying to teach this guy about pain and so he like took a, a knife and he cut this guy's hand He's like, ow, I bet that hurt. I said, well, right after he did that, he punched him in the eye, and he said, your hand hurt anymore? And Colton's like, I think I understand. Wow. Because he had had some ankle problems, and then his legs started hurting because he'd favored his ankle and his other legs started hurting. I said, you know why that leg's hurting, right? That's That's crazy. You all right, though? You good? Just mashed it? Oh, yeah. Nothing broken, you don't think? I mean, I've broken bones before, but not that one. Not that one. You are a rough dude, my man. I've actually broken every finger on both hands. Sound like my dad. Every toe. It, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's, How? Let's unpack that. Work? One. No. No. Do you fight at, with Fred Garish? Maybe. At one one at a time. Are you an MMA like guy like him? Are you a Taekwon kick your ass dude? No. Okay. I'm a country ass whooping. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a one inch, I'm a one inch fixed <laughs> pipe wrench guy. <laughs> so with breaking every finger at some point, one accident, multiple accidents? These aren't accidents. Did you not hear what he just said? Oh. <laughs> Apparently he's kicked a few fellas too right, through right, the steel right, toe right. boots. We should go get him some Legos right now so we make it out here. I, I, I think that what we have learned here today, folks, is that we're not saying that he ever had a problem with anger, but if you do, buy a set of Legos. Just sit yeah. down for a couple hours. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Stay away from the one-inch wrenches. Grab Legos. Well, my thing with legos is, is it helps with my anxiety i have bad anxiety and i went through a rough patch with, you know depression and stuff like that so you know legos they kind of slow your mind down make you think that's the reason why i really got into them that's cool so all jokes aside we had had this conversation earlier about you and some challenges and life perspectives if you will yep. anything you want to share on that well i've i was telling al before we even got started that i've I had a problem with alcohol okay. at uh, one point in my life, and 
got to the point where I was like, yeah, you better straighten up or you're going to die, pretty much. And, you know, I just came out of that and went about a couple months later, you know, I started messing with Legos. And, you know, I mean, they help with all kinds of things uh, for me. Yeah. Now, Legos might not do the same thing for you. But, I mean, in my standpoint, I got a whole room in my house dedicated to my Legos. That's where I go, put them together. Well, my fair, you know, I've been working on that fair for quite some time. I was waiting till the end to bring up the carnival, but apparently it's not done, so we can't go ride anything yet. I actually found out last night the cool, something really cool. I was down there, I had the light on for a little while, and I shut off the light, and I just happened to look back. My fence that I got set up around it, it glows in the dark. That's cool. That's cool. The fence and my uh, UFO ride. Okay, so you put the outside of the fence pieces on all correctly then, or did you have a couple facing the wrong way that didn't light up, or did both sides light up? No, it's just the tops of it. Okay. It lights up. Nice. uh, The UFO ride I have, uh, it glows in the dark. So I was like, I didn't even know it. (laughs) We need to see if Patrick's Carnival can invade Steeler's little town. I don't think Legos and trains could play well together. Train destroy Lego. Oh, see, I was the other way around. The Legos would be. I really train. thought you could have out Lego to train set too. I think Le- if Brian, got, ever, I got a Lego train. If he, if Brian oh, ever goes now, out of town, one of the old original ones. Well, it, I've never heard of Lego train. about that. But. Hang on to those. <laughs> Apparently, those are quite valuable. I had, well, this one I got. It's probably, it probably a set that came out probably in like 2015, maybe yep. 2014. Is it the red one? Nah, blue. It's like a blue locomotive. With the white track or whatever, and it's like three three cars long or something, or is it a little uh, bigger? Four. Yeah. Four cars, yeah. Well, I actually had to take the motor out of it to use for my fare, so I got to uh, get me a new motor. <laughs> got to hit up Bricklink sooner or later and get me a new motor. But I like it. So the mechanican, as Alan called it comes to play in Legoland too obviously obviously well and I think that's the big carry over there is for or the, when you get into the as he said you hear him say the Batman mech the, the the mechanical set that are mechanized some of the techno sets right yeah they actually have some moving parts to them yeah like he's, motorized yep. he, he's well graduated past the three and one sets I don't even know what that is well you buy one set and you can build three different items from the one set Apparently, like I was past that in childhood because I never even would have wanted one of those. No, hell no. You buy it, you get this. Oh, I do get. because it's ver- that way your kid, if, like, I, they're still out. I mean, look, I'm not buying unless he can get three sets out of this thing. <laughs> I'm a cheap ass. <laughs> Al and his budget Lego shopping. <laughs> no, Patrick, but, on the other hand, using it for therapy. No, we would all, when our kids, like, $20, $30 set was about yeah. top end, but then you get, like, I want the Millennium Falcon, but I'm not dropping 150 bucks. Man, I want the Millennium Falcon too, and the one that I want is like seven hundred dollars. Oh, really? You want yeah. that one? Yeah, I want that one. <laughs> I, I've got the original one that came out. Mm. Um, I think it's one zero zero three one. I could be wrong. Um, it's bad knowing the product number on that. That's them. pretty good. Lego sets, but I think yeah, it was the the original one that came out that didn't even have minifigures in it. Oh yeah, I know which one you're talking about. And then they came out with the that gray blacked out series one after it and then the next one came out had the minifigs and then i just got that the cheaper one it was like 129 or something Mm. but yeah some of those the collector series in the art uh or whatever they're called they're expensive oh yeah oh my god and they come with like little stands that they go on to be displayed and whatnot but yeah when the death star was first came out it was like 400 bucks right right it was like 399 dollars for a set I, I was actually got a 
my stepbrother, him and his uh, his dad put the Death Star together, and it's just been sitting in storage. So I seen it one day when we went to the storage, and I was like, man, I gotta have that. So I talked to my stepmom. I was like, you think he'd come off that? She's like, no, I doubt it. Well, my birthday this year, he's like, you want that thing? Oh, nice. Yeah, let's take it down to the house for right now. When's the <laughs> birthday? Mm-hmm. When's the birthday? July my birthday, 25th. July 25th. So you got it? Yeah. Sitting put together right already or oh, yeah. in the box? It's already put together. Is it hanging? You didn't take it apart and put it back together? No. He didn't have no instructions or anything like that. So. Oh. But my biggest thing, I got to go buy minifigures. He didn't have minifigures for it. Okay. Right. So I got to start collecting those. How big is that thing? Oh, if it's sitting on this desk, it's probably like... Yeah, right there. God. Wow, right about yay wide, yeah. and it's got the one where the do- it, they, it opens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh, what custom maintenance equipment have you made using Lego pieces? You made some stuff, haven't you? You got a real grinder? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but- you hear that laugh? That was awesome. <laughs> I want to say he's made. You have you not made any custom things? I have. I uh, did the roller. The- right, right. Oh, yeah. turfy, turfy equipment. Correct. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. I did the roller, and then I uh, quickly got outdone by a uh, – I can't even remember his name. He, did Ben he, do something? No, uh, not Ben. Somebody else did it. I can't remember his name. Uh, he did, like, the sprayer, fairway units, and all that I stuff. Didn't see any oh, of that. wow. But yeah. you did a mower, too, right? A Toro. Didn't you do a Toro red deck mower or something? No, sure. That was Just him, the roller. I, I just did the roller. That was my first thing. Well, I don't I'm follow look, anybody. I'm looking at the camper right now. Going through all your stuff. It's glamping. It's called yeah, glamping if you're using a camper. <laughs> yes. But that cl- camper, that's one of those three-in-one sets. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So, you know, like, you can take that completely apart, and you can make, like, a house out of it. Right. Instead of a, or oh. a boat. Or a boat or something like that. Sorry. Yeah, you was all over my three-in-one. Like, totally anti-three-in-one. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> dude. I didn't know that was a thing, man. I thought that was just, like, the other pictures on the back of the box that you could build the stuff into. But then that picture right there, he's posted with... Rent, uh, you obviously got something taken apart, mower. Yeah, greens mower. Right. To me, that's Lego City up and down. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Do, do you, you have an instruction manual with each piece of equipment? No. But well, I mean, they're there. You can get them if you want. I too, can right? get them if I want. I got you. But I've, everything I've learned in that shop has come from our equipment manager here. Who is really? Danny Ford. So his that's name. That's who I met. Yes, sir. So that's why he got mad when I called him Laura. Probably. Because he's sitting at her desk. Yeah. I thought he was just joking with tim because tim knows danny ford the other danny ford yeah well he does too apparently <laughs> yeah man so you can't use that on him because he comes right back and says yeah i know him too that that so just for the record the danny ford that we're talking about here is, is approximately one half the size of the danny ford that i was okay. spoken about that i knew <laughs> the it football would be page. like it would be like you and ben barnes standing next to each other the two danny fords is all i'm saying that i, I got know. you i got you <laughs> Is that a pretty good visual? That's a good visual. Yeah. <laughs> they were giving Ben grief when I walked into my, yeah, he's right here. He's about this tall. He's right here somewhere. We call him the little leprechaun, man. The wow. little leprechaun. Yeah. That's pleasant. That's better than I've heard for some Well, I mean, vertically challenged individuals. Um, I don't want to do anything to disgrace the good name of Ben Barnes. We're not. I would never. Yeah. He's a good egg, man. I like Ben. Well, I'm. funny thing is I'm related to Ben. What? Yeah. How? Uh, his... We call her Granny B. Okay. I may get this wrong, but it could be straight now. This sounds like a train them thing, but go ahead. It's pro- <laughs> it probably will be a train them thing. <laughs> There's probably a train them involved here somewhere. Uh, his Granny B, as we called her, was my grandfather's aunt. Okay. I think 
I think that's how it went. Did you hear him say ant, not aunt? Yeah, I did. Okay. That's ant. <laughs> you ain't going to change my mind. Pecan? Either. Pecan. Pecan. Oh. Boom! I'm definitely pecan. He's an ant and a pecan. I'm an ant. Sorry, keep going. Not aunt. But <laughs> that's that's where the tree comes I together right up there. all comes together. Under Granny B. I could be wrong, but it's, we're some, it's distant, but right. we are related somehow down the line. Well, like his dad and my grandfather used to hang out all the time. Didn't he move to Scaly? Ben? Or they moved in Franklin? Ben lives in Franklin. Okay. Somebody yeah. else we've talked to I thought was from Scaly Mountain. I think everybody in here is from Scaly Mountain, to be honest with you. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not quite. There's only three of us. That's like a Lugoff okay. Camden thing. <laughs> you just And you, you can tell the it. three that are right. from Scaly Mountain real quick. Who was I talking to who asked me if I spoke Scaly when I first walked in? That's probably Danny. Okay, I think it was. Yeah, yeah I think it Did was he have his Danny. feet up on the desk. No, <laughs> no. that's Laura, aka Danny. Either Danny or Tommy. Okay, one of the two. Tommy with the little mountain top hat with the thing right there. No, dark beard. I don't know who that guy was. No beard. But this dude talked like Ben. So seriously, let's talk about the maintenance complex here. What is this? About forty-eight million y'all spent on just the maintenance facility. It could be the nicest compound I've been. It's in. beautiful. It's a beautiful place, isn't it? Can you eat off of the floor anywhere in this facility? You can. Do you want to run to the bathroom afterwards? You can. That's another another opening one-liner. You can if you want. I wouldn't trust it, but... That's very clean. I agree. So, the the drive-in, the uh, the remnants pile, is that an annual thing? Does that get cleaned up at some point? Is that just to make it easier to get the dump trucks in there? Pushing it off over the hill. We've got too many X's. We just keep pushing it off over. Oh, so it just kind of falls down the side of the hill? Oh, yeah. it's a, yeah. How long has that been going on? Since Obviously, since you've been since here. Since I've been here, yeah. Huh. I, I don't know any. Well, I mean, we have a dump site out on the course that would dump a lot of stuff. But right. I, So, do, I want to go see what the plug pile looks like at yeah, the bottom what, of the hill after a couple seasons. I can't imagine the amount of turf that's growing down there, huh? No? Mm, no, Probably dies every amazed. year because. It's pretty shady in there. So yeah. you tell me, I could take those plugs that I saw the pile and just throw them out, right? You don't have to do much to them, throw them out, water them. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. To grow no, grass, right? Yeah. There's no turn them a certain way. Well, if you want to put them back into greens, you can. I've seen that done individually. Do you want my honest answer? Yeah. Don't do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm you not. can? You can. Yeah. I've uh, Actually, when I was in college, we had to grow a little pot full of bent grass. Well, nobody said what we had to do. So I took some plugs after we just aerified a pond wild, threw them in there. You can't do it in six weeks. I'll just put it to you that way. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> yeah, did you just throw them in there or did you try and stack them up and like I rubber band them up. together? <laughs> I did. I, had, I can up. see the little Lego guy I had going already early on. And, and it didn't work? Well, I was a greenhorn. Yeah. So I might have went a little heavy on my top dressing. and Gotcha. My little bit of water A little heavy. too much in? Yeah, a little too much. I'll kind of burn it. Maybe that's what we should do. Me and you should get a Petri dish and have to grow it and maintain and come up with a program. We top dress it with a... I've, well, you know, after I'd done that, I started again. I actually had bent grass seed and started growing it. It takes a while. You'd be amazed. Interesting. Okay. I'm in. Let's get us and a please. sample. Where's my cup cutter that we can use? <laughs> it's on my front porch. Okay. Well, when I get my cup cutter, then uh, I think what we ought to do is we ought to find somewhere, like a place like this, that will allow us to take a chunk. Correct. Like a cup cutter size chunk and to see which one of us can keep it alive the longest. 
I love it. I love it. Do you think it's possible to keep it alive out of the ground? Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. But I live in Columbia. It's got to be hotter in Greenville. Columbia, you can, it's not hell, but you can see it from there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That could be the best line ever. So apparently you like Columbia as much as I do, passing through, if that is. Pretty much, yeah. I don't think we have any bent grass in Columbia anymore. Yes, you do. Who? Windermere changed. Windermere just. When? Uh, last year. So, yeah, that last, might have been the last one then. Yeah. No, no, there is one more, I think. Who's that? Uh, I'm not sure who, but I remember uh, Charles Granger tried to get me to go take a job there. He's like, yeah, they got bent grass. And I was like, oh, I'm not going. Would it have been the university club still has nine? I Cobblestone? Don't I don't know. I'm not 100% sure yeah. which place it was. It's been several Forest Lake? No, Forest Lake went Tiff Eagle when Chris came over. That, yeah. They converted. Okay, was it that soon? Yeah. When John retired, basically. Gotcha. Because they had bent through John, right? I thought it was before that, but I might be. I don't know. Wrong. Who cares? Who plays golf in Columbia anyways? It's, it's so hot. hot. It's way too hot. It's so hot in Columbia. <laughs> What's the highest it gets here? 81? No, seriously, the temperature-wise. You're looking at, I mean, high 70s, low 80s. Because there's another mountain, beach mountain, I did some stuff with, and their, part of their big deal was it never gets hotter than 78 degrees on the mountain. Yeah, we were up here. It was 80-something that day we were here. It was in shorts, and we were sweating, and we were a little frustrated. You, you can, I mean, <laughs> we wanted it to be cold because it was still like 105 in Greenville. Well, you know the best part about being up here, though, right? What? No humidity. None. Okay. I mean, coming from the beach, like I said, I'm a big guy. <laughs> you can ask Steve, too. I come in after the morning just ringing wet. Right. right. Smelling pretty good, too. Oh, yeah, I smell like heaven. What are you talking about? Mm, always does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man. Everybody likes their own brand, don't they? All right, so That's we got funny. sidetracked, though. <laughs> Let's go back to the Legos and the benefit to you. What would you say to anybody out here who listens? And a number of people do listen. Um, like, based on your past experiences, whether it's, like you say, an addiction challenge, anger, etc. Like, what, what advice would you give somebody on how to overcome that yourself? Well, I mean, everybody has their own thing that they need to do i mean and you never know what somebody's going through they could be playing something different in their head and you were like well you know you just need to do this like i could sit here say you had a problem with anger or something i'll just sit here and be like do legos they'll help you no right. that might not be that could correct. frustrate you more and you just get pissed off and yeah throw them off the table <laughs> correct so i mean everybody has their own should i say vice yeah. yes everybody yeah. has well their own vice we weren't alone. What was the word for addiction we learned that we forgot already? I on? forgot. We need to yeah. get back up with Yeah, that you need to remember that for us. You can't put that on. You have headphones <laughs> on. I see that. <laughs> I mean, everybody's got their own vice. And, you know, I can honestly say I've I've done Legos. You know, I lift weights. Uh, I do things that help me. You, you need to do things that help you. There you go. I like that. Positive things. Positive things. I don't care if you just, if you enjoy reading. Sit down and read. I don't care if you just read five sentences. Slow your mind down just a few minutes. Uh, go for a walk. If you can't go for a walk, just, I mean, everybody, has, like I said, everybody does their own thing. I've listened to a lot of people, you know, for the alcohol thing. You know, I've went to AA meetings. I've, and I found out what works for me. That's it. And you got to. I mean, you know, I, I have two sleeping disorders, so I get called grumpy quite often what is that you can't go to sleep and you can't stay awake i have insomnia uh -huh. and 
I actually got a sleep study coming up because I think Oof. I got sleep apnea too. Oof. Yeah, you gonna get a CPAP probably? Hopefully, I need one. Oh, you want one? I need one. Really? Yeah, my wife tells me all the time. She's like, "You quit breathing in the middle of the night. I'm afraid you're gonna die." Do you snore too? Oh yeah. <laughs> you too? Yeah, I need it. I know I need. I need to go. But my biggest thing is, you know, I sleep two hours a night. Mm. I had insomnia one time, man, and for like a week or two when I was younger, it was miserable. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Nah, I'm with you. I've, yeah. Everybody says, how do you not kill everybody? And I'm like, well, it takes a lot of self-control. But you just... I but anger is not the only outlet or solution, too. I think people got to realize that, you know no. I mean? Based on predicated norms or bosses or parents or whatever or TV or et cetera. I mean, just because it doesn't go your way doesn't mean your first option is to kick whatever fell out of your hands. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Pick it up and smile and say, damn, I dropped it again. You know, it's just exactly. it's how you're going to attack these things. Mm-hmm. And so I think the first thing is identifying it. And it sounds like you did that. Oh, yeah. Whether it was you or whether it was a friend, a family member, a peer that you trusted, that you believed, we don't need to get into that. The point is self-recognition. You have to identify your problem. And then once you've realized that, then I think the next thing is to realize that there are professionals out there who can help you. Exactly. Just like you're a professional, you work for a professional, you're learning from professionals every day. That's what these people do with their lives. So let's go out there and let them be professionals. Exactly. Find somebody you can trust, that you can listen to, and then... As you so eloquently put it, there are many ways to go about overcoming it. So there are a lot of tools out there that we can use. Like one that made sense to me was journaling. Okay, somebody pisses you off, go write it down real quick. Go write it down. Put it in that little, your anger book. My wife does it. And I'm going to tell you, the best thing is, is by the time you get done writing, you you probably already settled that moment where you ain't snapped. You ain't said what you you were going to say. Exactly. You got a documented record of it, and you can go back and laugh at yourself later and say, did I really get mad about that? And then once you've gone through enough of that, you can realize where those triggers are coming from. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I've learned, right? Now, Legos, man, that's amazing, right? Like you can sit there like me. Nobody believes it. I'll go sit in the woods, okay? And you'll hear anybody that knows me well that says, there's no way you sit in the woods for six hours. Are you kidding me? That's heaven. That's the time when the phone doesn't work, and I can just go be me and reflect. And you know, oh, you're taking a nap. You're doing. Who gives a shit if you slept for 45 minutes of that? That was peace. That means you were relaxed. Exactly. You know, and so, um, I'm proud of you for finding that. And I think that's the message I was trying to dig out of you there is, which you said it better than anybody else could have. You found your solution, what works for you, mm-hmm. and it's not just anger for instance right it's a myriad of things that you can solve by going in there oh yeah that's awesome that is awesome congratulations man thank you thank you yeah. i had a four-bedroom house in my first that i rented when i came out of school and i was working in fayetteville and it was like 500 bucks for a four-bedroom house and an apartment was like six and i'm like well this is stupid why would i pay for an apartment and i can go rent this house right what do you do with these rooms well one of the rooms just had a chair and a sun rug on it. That was the reflection room. You just go sit in that uh-huh. room. There was nothing else on a wall, nothing else anywhere. And you could close the door and you just had a chair to sit in and just be quiet. Be quiet, yeah. I find that going in the woods. Yeah. Like coming back home. Now, I couldn't do that at the beach. I come back home, you know, I'm back home in the sticks. So I'm going to, if 
I want to go and disappear for a few days. Everybody knows where I'm going. You like to hunt? I don't hunt, but I like to just be out in nature. Sure. Uh, I've always. Do you hug trees? <laughs> no, I don't quite hug trees. Do you cut them down? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i just bought me a chainsaw i'm pretty happy about it you know so uh roots and grass tree roots and grass what's what's the common denominator there it don't work <laughs> tree roots and grass <laughs> so what else is it the quiet is it the peace is it's it the, the serenity quiet. is it nature is it just being around nature you can go and talk to steve hamilton today and i guarantee you he'd say i come up on that boy a lot just sitting there watching a squirrel yeah i'd sit know. there for 20 minutes 25 minutes i didn't care if i had something to do but let's I'd sit go there squirrel and watch watching i mean you need to go squirrel watching sometime i do it all the time yeah i mean out here we got albino squirrels that would freak me out maybe we got fox squirrels at our hunt club fox oh, yeah. squirrels definitely fox freak squirrel. me out. i never saw a fox squirrel until i went to pine wild oh, over, yeah. yeah those things with the black ones with the little yellow ears and the little white yeah. ears and noses they're big because being from here all i ever saw was gray squirrels you know right and once as as i saw fox squirrels, I was like dang I think it'll sit up on his butt for like two minutes, like a damn go for something. Just yeah, around, just looking around, chilling. Yep. Yeah. We're, yeah. Yeah. They're almost big enough to hit with a two seventy, but we won't get into that. Almost. Twenty two is much better choice. I don't even know what a two seventy is. It's a lot bigger bullet than a twenty two. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, we missed anything that you'd like to talk about? Yeah. Do you want to tell the world? Not necessarily about you or advice or anything. Well, we get to advice. I just want to make sure oh, there's no yeah. subjects we missed it. He, you know. Hey, I'm just a guest. Y'all got the one that plays this out. Well, then give <laughs> us, you've already given a bunch of good advice throughout the show, but what's one piece of advice for somebody who's up and coming in this business? Up and coming in this business? Yeah. It's part of the same thing I said. You know, you need to pay attention. I like uh, that. Me, personally, I could have paid more attention. But I feel like I learned quite a bit in the times that I was paying attention. Because uh, I, knew, I knew one thing. When George Thompson started talking, pay attention. Yeah. Because everything you're going to get is good. Steve Hamilton started talking, pay attention. And the same thing with Ben or you know Danny in there. And they start talking to you about something in this industry. And you got somebody that knows what they're talking about, pay attention. I mean, you're, you may not retain all the info. Right. But the most important things will come back to you. Yeah. If you're sitting there, you're staring them eye to eye, you know, and you're paying attention. Cause I, I talk to a lot of people, and I can tell that they're just not paying attention because, you know, they're not looking at me. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's one of the, my biggest things. If I'm going to talk to you, like the chiropractor hates me because I'm a person that likes to be looking at you if I'm talking to you. You don't look away. You scare me. That's what he says. Well, no, she's like, you need to lay your head down. I'm, you know, trying to work uh, on your neck. Uh, like, well, quit talking to me. Quit then. talking to me. <laughs> that's funny. But I have to be looking at him, and that's one big thing for me. You know, I've always, and that was one thing I always learned too: eye contact. Yeah. Maintain it. Right, right. And if you're not, then you're not probably not paying attention. <laughs> like me, I'm wandering off trying to figure out the next three things I'm going to say. That's where I get yeah, lost in it. But then I forget the first two. I can distinctly remember a couple times where having conversations with individuals where they're like, have made the comment about eye contact and looking away or, you know what I mean? Just to where it was like, I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. It's like, I'm just trying to pay attention to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Well, that's one thing I honestly, I can't, I can barely stand talking to Dr. McCarty. 
because you know he's always that's Bert. That's interesting. Looking somewhere else, and it drives me mad. Borman was the same way. <laughs> he would ask me a question. I'd be about three words into the answer, and he'd be like looking away, doing something else. And I'm like, Hey, you listening? Why the hell did you even ask me a question? You know, do you care? <laughs> yeah, I could see that. It would get him on nerves. Well, Patrick, thank you. I think we've gone pretty good bit of time here already so Uh-oh. are we running over i mean there's no over Not what's the over a gentleman like this with us no i appreciate your time i think I it's been great y'all coming up here i think we're over an hour that's why i'd say that i got you yeah no I, and i and i think there's a couple things we still got to cover right is there According Let me just jump in real quick in the new year, Patrick. Okay. What's the first car you ever drove? Oh, <laughs> we do that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the face of me. Oh, my bad. That wasn't I on my list. I can't believe I forgot that. That's, I'm just. I'm here for you, Al. Yeah, yeah. A '99 Chevy S10. Ooh, tell me it wasn't blue. No, it was red. Oh, four door. Like I mean, like uh, cherry red or like that cinnamon five, burn up. Five speed. Nice. Like it was like that old rusted red no, burn it was up. Like it was a cherry. Marlboro red. <sighs> They should call it Marlboro Red. Oh, that's the color. That, for that the S10. Color. It is a color. Is it? Yeah, sure. Like deadpan me, man. I'm like trying to think that was original. He's like, that is a color. Is Marlboro light? Is that white? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got like a, people don't know, like, you know, you got sunfire yellow. Yeah. Or something like that. You know, midnight blue. So there is a Marlboro. There is a Marlboro Red. I bet they get paid for it too by Bayer and all them other companies. I'm wondering, do you think Ben got that basketball signed by Roy Williams the day y'all went up there? No. Oh. It, before that. Okay. But if, did you notice the color of the hat I left him? Yes. <laughs> I saw that. What about that awkward picture of Mr. Barnes shaking somebody's hand over a fence? Do you know who that would be? I mean, it's not even a great picture of Mr. Barnes either. I just wonder what the significance of that picture was. <laughs> I don't know. Do you? No, no we've already t- we talked about it. I haven't really talked to him about it. It looks like from Kentucky, based on the fence, right? Horse know. fence, some sort. I guess. But uh, my real question is, did he shoot that deer up there that he's got with the euro mount, or did he just find the skull? I can't tell I, you that either. All right, so on that skull, though, between the eye and the end nose piece, and there's that, is that a nasal cavity, or what's yeah. that missing? Right here? Yeah. Yep, nose. It's in your nasal cavity. It's not just a hole. This? Yes. Yeah, that's the sinus. Okay, it didn't get broken. Nothing. Yeah, gotcha. There's probably nothing there. Like, right. Well, the same as those. Yeah. You know, tear yeah. our nose off. I got you. I got you. Damn, what did you shoot that one for? It wasn't even outside the ears. Sorry. Uh, that was a joke for you, Ben. Hope you listen. <laughs> well, I Patrick. Hope you listen to any more after you. Thank you, man. Good luck to you. I appreciate it. Uh, keep the Twitter content coming, you know. I know Don't it's been back. a while since. Uh, how many people have you met on the Twitter machine? A lot. It's, so it has been good for you. It has been good for me. Though. Did you get to meet Aaron ever, or are y'all just friends on the Twitter machine? Aaron Ricks. I met her at the show. Nice. So you did get to. Yeah, I met we her. We did too. We barely remembered each other, but yeah. we kind of sort of remembered each other. But uh, she was one of the ones that reached out and wished me you know, good luck in surgery and everything. And oh, great. She's a good girl. Yeah. She is. She's good people. She's very nice. I yeah. tell you, it's been. I, we still talk to this day. I mean, nice. Yeah. She and I, we haven't really messed it. We haven't talked in months since GIS, really. Well, Surely. that's why I wanted to give her the shout out. Let her know we didn't forget about her. Yeah. Oh yeah, Aaron, we haven't forgot. That's for sure. <laughs> no, twenty twenties just lot. sucked yes, for a lot has. of things. It's it been did. a rough year for me. It really has. Now that we're in twenty twenty one, that's all in the past, yeah, right? That's right. 
Since we're... It's all gravy from here, baby. It's yeah. all gravy from here. Yeah. That's a good one. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Was that your Austin Powers cut? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who requires uh, you? Did Brian give you $5 for that? No. I was just thinking. That just natural big So here's out. what you get from now on, and we're going to put this out publicly, and maybe we shouldn't, but for all of our guests now, you can send Big Al and I a topic that we have to somehow Sneak work in into show, an episode yeah. somehow. Oh, I'm all over this. So like <laughs> chips that came up the last time, yeah. like Brian's wanted us to work a chips reference yeah. in forever. Mm-hmm. So somehow Alan worked up a chips reference. I'm going to go ahead and save Patrick's number so I know who this weird thing's coming from in the future. <laughs> when he says um, Velcro Chia Pets, <laughs> we right. have to work That's, that in or something right. like that. I could probably come up with something, but it may give me a few days. Oh, no. Take your time. Get into Lego Zone. Yeah. Lego I, Zone. I get still, in the zone. I, I Lego Zone. I can't believe I got Tim with the Wetman thing first beginning of the episode. Oh, I about my, my face even almost started turning colors. Well, like it bears like, for me. Come on, dude. I know we've never met, but come on, Al. Get it. I had, uh, I had dated this girl down at the beach. There's a long-running joke between her and I's last names. My last name's Dryman. Her last name was Seaman. It was bad. (laughs) It was bad. I think we should just drop the episode right there before we (laughs) screw up and make one of those jokes. Al, what do you think? I agree. Thank you all for listening. (laughs) Welcome to 2021, folks, with the Dry Seaman coming at you live and in person. (laughs) The Dry Seaman. That's pretty bad, man. That is bad. (laughs) That is bad. I told you we should have cut it earlier. Thank you for listening to Pullin' Weeds, brought to you by Simplot Turf and Horticulture. Want to become a member of the Carolinas GCSA? Visit carolinasgcsa.org for more information or call the office at 800-476-4272. Follow the show on Twitter at Pullin' underscore Weeds or on Facebook at Pullin' Weeds Podcast.